Good afternoon and welcome to Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozny, and on the line, this is episode number 163, and on the line remotely, I've got uh, two guests, Ab- Abdul Fatah from uh, Aleppo Savan. Are you there? Okay, and then Afif, I don't know your surname, but I'm going to let you introduce that. And you're with both Creative Cycle and Aleppo Savan, is that correct? Yes, so uh, my name is Afif Tabish, and my company, Creative Cycle, represents Aleppo Savan in terms of uh, distribution and um, as well as, you know, um, customer relations and, and unique campaigns. So that's kind of my role. Perfect. Um Guys, welcome to the podcast. And uh, well, look, Aleppo Savan, I'm going to let uh, let's let Abdul Fatah tell us the story. What, where the name? I mean, I know the name, but tell us where the story comes from. Yeah, my name my name is Abdul Fatah Sabuni. I'm from Syria. I'm from the family they did the, the national soap business uh, right. before 25 years ago. Wow, so the fa- so the family's been in soap for forever. Yes, this is, is my uh, business, family business. Okay. Uh, name Sabuni. It means soap makers. The last name has come from exactly this job. Well, because in French, Savan is is soap, right? Is not. Uh, right. Okay, so is it? Wow. Okay, so Savani is is a kind of is it an Arabic word as well? Yeah, uh, Savoni. Uh, Savoni. This is my last name. It's oh, me. <laughs> wow! Wait, your 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 family name is Savoni. Right, right. Brilliant. Savoni. Savoni. Oh. Savoni. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought it was Savoni. Like, is it is it spelled with yeah. a? Savon. Savon. It's a word of uh, French word. Yes. Uh, I opened uh, the company here in Canada because Canada is a uh, Language, word language. Yes, we chose that before uh, word English and word French. So, what? How long ago did you come to Canada from C- Syria? Uh, uh, I moved to Syria uh, 2012. I moved to Jordan first. I still uh, there uh, four years. Right. And after I had the opportunity in 2016 to come to Canada. Ah, okay. So. Well, and I mean, I mean, obviously, the well. There's a lot of documented news and the, the history uh, in Syria. But you, so you were you? Did you apply to come to Canada as the business, the soap business? No, honestly, I didn't apply for title any any anywhere. Yeah, and, you know, after in Syria, I took the uh, with my family to Jordan in a small factory in Jordan. Right, because I have a commercial uh, around the world. Because uh, I need to uh, stay co- uh, connection with my customer. I yes. was in a small uh, uh, factory in Jordan, and after a few years, also uh, the import export is broken between Jordan and Iraq, and that business is closed too. And uh, then I had the opportunity. Uh, uh, I got the call from UN to to come to Canada. Oh, okay. So. You you have the factory. Is the factory still in Jordan then? Uh, not yet. After after I came to Canada, yes. I finished all the business in Jordan, and I uh, then I opened uh, the business here. 
Uh, okay, so you, you, you've closed that down, but your customers are global. You, I think you said that earlier. Your customers are all global across yeah. the... Yeah, yeah so, this is in Ali Poi. I have a factory in before, uh, you know, I did this job 25 years, and I have a customer uh, 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 around the world, and uh, he knows the war is difficult. That's yes. why I moved to Jordan, and I opened another uh, small manufacturing to so was that near? Was it near Amman or in the, the capital city of Amman? No, in Iran, the second. Oh, okay, I I've been I've been once to Amman, and then we we went to uh, the uh, Petra. We went to did a, a, a couple right. days. Right. <laughs> I didn't do the the Dead Sea, unfortunately. So, but a little bit of history from, but that's fine. Uh, I do know where you. I know the area quite well. There's a big difference. It's dramatically different from. From Dubai, when you when you arrive in Jordan, because there's a bit of green, it's different. Right, right. And in Dubai, there's just no green in the in the summertime. That's true. Yeah. So great, you've had you've had four years here. How did you two, you and uh, Afif, how did you meet? Yeah, I meet uh, Afif uh, here uh, after uh, when I opened my business after one year. I meet uh, him. He's uh, He's, uh, 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 he has also, you know, uh, some connection with uh, the marketing here. Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, he's helped the business too. So, but that, you moved to Calgary right away. When, when the UN gave you the call, you came to Calgary. Yes, I came directly here. So that's... What's, what's, what's zero English? Sorry? I came to Canada with uh, zero English. I no way. English. No way, shui yeah, shui. He learned a <laughs> yeah, uh, very quick learner. Wow. I mean, I wish my Arabic, I mean, I have this shui shui Arabi, but this is, I mean, wow. We're conversing. This is four years here, and we're having a conversation in English. That's terrific. I wanted to, I, for me, I'm, I, I want to, I'll give uh, Afif a, a second, but I really want to know how do you make soap? I mean, just, can you just give us the, the steps one to five or some simple, how do you make soap? Yeah, uh, it's famous in the world uh, for making natural soap, it's different soap in the world. Yeah. It's only the basis make uh, Alipo soap, that's why it's called Alipo soap, because it's famous. We make it from olive oil and uh, lorelberry oil, the bay leaf tree. And really? It's usually, yeah, it's usually, uh, you have to make this so it's only the winter because it needs cold. Oh, it's, yeah. So it stay five months to cure to summer, when, when the summer is coming. Yeah. And after that, you, you can sell it and use this soap. It's totally not as a percent. So the, you're using the natural oils from the olive tree. You said the whole, is it jojoba? How do I say that? Laurelberry oil. Yeah. That has come from bay leaf tree. Okay. And then they, they kind of mix it together. That's your secret secret sauce. You put it together. How, what, what combines, what holds it all together into a, the solid form? So we use uh, uh, we use water. We use uh, caustic soda first yeah. because caustic help help to uh, to change the oil to soap. Oh. And after that, the soap makers of Alipo, that's why their soap is famous. 
And right. I think that, yeah, we leave it, uh, looks like towers, uh, to five man doors to, uh, to any water inside the soap is taken out. Yeah. That's why you see the Aleppo soap is change the color outside the brown or yellow and inside the soap is green. Oh, this would be, this is amazing. I'd, I'd really love to just see that process because I, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of like that kid. But uh, anyway, so look, so you guys got together and you, you've created this business or not, you didn't create a business, but Creative Cycle comes in. Afif, I'm going to give you, what did you do here to, to, to get, uh, to bring your creative juices into the soap? Um, so when I met Abdul Fattah, I was very passionate about what he was doing in his journey. And uh, obviously, as a person from uh, Lebanese descent, yeah. I knew about the story and the uh, um, the importance of what he was doing. And so I wanted to, uh, you know, uh, support. Um, I'm a born and raised Calgarian, and I've had the opportunity to go back and forth between Beirut and right. Calgary right. for most of my life. So, you know, the company has an office in Beirut and operates out of Calgary here in Canada. And so I wanted to use that experience in my uh, background and uh, help Abdul Fattah in uh, growing his uh, business and, and uh, expanding uh, into uh, co-op supermarkets here in Calgary. Uh, we're coming up to our one-year anniversary in October. And uh, at the same time, you know, just behind the scenes, um, trying to, to push every outlet of that supermarket chain and, uh, you know, just to be an effective member of the team. Yeah. Try to give, uh, you know, be involved wherever I can and uh, just help the company uh, grow. And uh, so that's always been my role. You know, I'm thinking, I mean, there's such a humanitarian humanitarian story to that, the backstory. But I'm thinking, and, and I'm not, you know, maybe you guys can clarify, but the packaging, I'm thinking there's a nice fine, like a, kind of like a, a piece of not, like material and you open it up and there's a little piece of paper that says Aleppo Savon, 25 years right from the source. You know what I mean? And it's like this real genuine feel, but maybe it's not quite that way, but I, I would, I would love to see that. You know what I mean? In, in the co-op, I come to the co-op and, and there's that story right in every bar of soap. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> um, it's, it's 125 Years. Oh, 125. I'm sorry. Uh, Abdul Fattah has been doing it for 25 because it's been, it's been passed yeah. from uh, generation to generation. So he's the fourth generation uh, wow. maker. Wow. And, and so, you know, there's a really long bloodline of this, and that's what kind of, uh, you know, um, makes it so unique. And uh, in terms of packaging, you know, we. We would love to to be able to capture that authenticity. However, as you may know, packaging is expensive, sure. especially if you want to sure. avoid getting it from overseas and try to support local, which we try to do yeah. where we can. And so, um, it's a competitive market because soaps right now, you know, they're made in an assembly like form with chemicals and and uh, you know cheap uh, cutting corners just so they can. Uh, yeah. And they, and they have the investment to have big marketing campaigns. And so we take a different approach. We're trying to do it by ourselves and uh, stick to the tradition. And uh, we've been growing mostly by word of mouth. Of course, we have a social media presence. But yeah. uh, 
you know, the story and, and the soap sells itself. It's, it's an amazing quality soap, and I'm sure uh, um, whoever has tried it uh, agrees with you. You know, it's, it's, well, I guess that, that sort of maybe that's just a, an experience, and, and someday when people are, you know, going together, maybe you have like a maybe you've already done this, but when you have like a, a trade fair and you kind of have a table, you know, because it's really big. The market is really big, and one of my the guests of my podcast was Sons of the Pharaoh. I don't know if you know uh, the, their uh, business. Do you, have you do you know S- Sons of the Pharaoh? Not necessarily, no. So, Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, the reason I'm saying this is because you go there and you know the, to, to, at least the Middle Eastern market is packed. You come in a little shop and there's stuff everywhere. And you come in there, the Sons of the Fair, they're on 17th Avenue, 14th Street. And I'm like, wow, you've just brought back, you brought a flood of memories from me being in, you know, all the markets, Tur- in Turkey and uh, through in Dubai and through in, in uh, literally a little tiny shop in Jordan or Oman. And it's just, you know, you come in there and it's like, well, it's not for everyone. You know, if you've never been to the Middle East, people come in and they turn around immediately. Oh, wow. Because it's it's a small shop, but all kinds of artifacts. And so I'm thinking, but that's just that that store. But I'm thinking trade fairs, same when you go to the markets in the Middle East. People have a little table and there's a little story behind it. That's the vision I have is, is here's a bar of soap with a, with a story. Yeah, please do. Please do. That's a lot of soap. No way. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's so wait, wait. He took your sample. Sorry, Abdul Fattah. So he t they bought your ten. They bought your ten kilos that you were going to sell, and then the ten kilos you were going to use for home personal use. No, no. I, I think with me all all the stuff I have. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I was disappeared. Yeah. And that time after that, I I don't have. I no. don't have any soap music at home. Yeah, that's right. He used it all. You sold it all. Wow. Yeah, yeah that time I, I find the place to uh, got the product and I make uh, soap in my kitchen at home. And my friend also leaves both uh, uh, in the Facebook. Yeah. And every, every weekend I have uh, people coming in my house to uh, sell, uh, to, to got the soap, to buy the soap. Afif, okay, Abdul Fattah, if you don't have this on video, you start now. That kitchen, I want to see. I want this on. No, I know, Afif, I want to see this. Maybe I don't, but you know, that is incredible. That, there's a genuine story. Get a phone, take a video. That's, that's incredible. In your kitchen? Wow, you're making soap in the kitchen? Yeah, just, just you know, just, I, I make it the first time, and uh, I need to see people like natural soap or not. And, So the, yeah. when, did you open the sh did you open the shop somewhere? Where where was that? Where's your shop? So the first place in, was it was a West Edmonton Mall. That was your first retail shop. Well, we uh, we had a uh, you know we leased in Sunridge Mall uh, at a time was, and we leased. It was temporary. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we had we had you know we had temporary locations where we had you know lucrative opportunities where we can have a presence for a short time. Sure. And then create that uh, audience, and so we had. Um, uh, and Sunridge as well in North End Mall, but you know, since we're in Twenty One Co-ops, it's more ideal to focus on that, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Expanding outside the yeah. Calgary, and that's why Edmonton was was the clear choice. Uh, and West Edmonton Mall, as you know, the biggest mall in North America, um, well, it's a good opportunity, and and the location is great, right next to the hotel. So I hope your listeners in Edmonton <laughs> can check it out. So West Edmonton Mall, and so do you have a, a the Aleppo Savan uh, banner up there, or the in the shop? Oh yeah, it's a it's a sign. It's an actual sign. You gotta send me. You gotta send me that sign. Send me this sign. Tag me on Instagram. I want to see it. I want to see that. That's great. It is on Instagram, I think. And if you go to Aleppo Savan, yeah, I'm sure you'll you'll find some photos of the opening. I am. You guys, this is such a genuine story of human. I mean. So listen, I had on the podcast last week, Jason Ribeiro, and he works with 
uh, Calgary Economic Development and also the World Economic uh, for the glo- like a local chapter. But he was talking about Immigration Calgary and the work they're doing to track, you know, people when they come and what are they, you know, kind of the 20 steps of when they first arrive in Calgary. And yours is like, this is like a story on top of a story that you could you could feed into that. But that, wow, I really, this is fantastic. Here's the thing, by coincidence, I think Jason knows of us because uh, I know we call each other on Twitter and uh, he was uh, involved uh, before COVID. There was a round table when the former governor general was uh, visiting in uh, in Calgary. Wow! You can see a clip of that on my uh, Instagram for yeah. the VTC, and uh, it's just a quick one minute, two minute video. And, and she talks about the history, and she also talks about uh, um, her experience uh, with uh, Aleppo soap, and that goes back many, many years. So a very nice, nice video. I really recommend seeing it. And Jason was a part of that uh, around. Well, small world. I, I'm not surprised, yeah. but yeah, I'm not surprised. But it, there's a definitely a st- the, the genuine the history story there is, or the you know the migration and and the business. This is a true. This is Calgary Business Podcast, and that's what it's all about, right there. Thank you, Abdul Fatah, for bringing that. Really. Thank you very much. And I need uh, to add something. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when we opened the first time, the manufacturing also, it's uh, now uh, 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 our product is, is, is all uh, co-op. And uh, so these companies also has come in the first time uh, to help Aleppo Savon. And uh, now that's also available in Sobeys and Safeway too. Oh, so you've, ex- you've expanded to Sobeys and Safeways. Well, they're, I think they're owned by the same people, right? The- So, you know, Sobeys is, I mean, going back, i give you a quick, I'm not an expert, but Sobeys, it was a family, one of the top Canadian families like 30 years ago. Um, it didn't exist in Calgary back then, but the Sobe name down east in eastern Canada is, is, is a historically 100-year-old family, maybe not as old as the Aleppo Savon uh, factory. But just to give you a, a quick brief, the Sobe name, it was one of those, you know, who's who in Canada. So, well, so like, wait, wait, you make it here now, right? You manufacture, you've got a, a little uh, a factory, or do you still make it in the kitchen? No. <laughs> now, we start, we start in the beginning, we start uh, about 400 uh, kilograms yeah. uh, every day. And now we have a new mixer. We can make every day 1,000 kg now. 1,000 kilos a day, that's a ton. That's a lot of soap. So the one, the one you the thousand kilo a day. That's a solid block of, of soap. Mm-hmm. So the yes. thousand kilo uh, a day, because I told you before that the Alipo soap is need uh, to make a lot of uh, soap yeah. in the winter because it stays five months to cure. Ah, okay. So five months to cure. So let's go. Let's go back then in terms of that thousand kilos. Um, is it? it, it do you cut it up? Do you have a special cutters and mach- the machinery that you have? All handmade. All, all handmade. 100% handmade. All handmade, sorry, what? To cut it or to? They only, they also, uh, uh, make the tower. Everything is handmade. 
only mixing. The only electrical machine we use is mixing the ingredients. The rest is pouring and handmade. It gets yeah. poured on the floor. It gets cut on the floor. It gets moved from the floor to the cutting all by, by hand. And then it's cut through um, kind of metal wire strings that are... Yeah, that are, like know, cheese. Like a cheese. Like a cheese. Basically, 100%. And then it just does it. And then at the end, you stamp it. It's all hand stamped. So every nice. It's different than the other. So it's all unique, all 100% uh, handmade. So you have the video of this already, Afif. You've done hours of footage, ready to show people, right? Yeah, they have. They have. <laughs> they have. Aleppo Savon has everything. As I mentioned, I recommend uh, to your listeners to go check out their website and their uh, yeah. um, Instagram. There's a lot of, and as well, if they just go to Google and you know check on the news that we've had. Uh, Extensive uh, coverage throughout the years, but even I, just the way you described it, I could just visualize on the floor with the big, you know, and then the stamp coming. I could just see it. I, I literally, it's, it's like I'm in there, and I have it. And, and you didn't have to show me the video. That's fantastic. You guys did a fantastic job of describing that. You don't have to uh, visualize it too much in the future. Alan, uh, part of the call, come, uh, <laughs> come uh, with me, and uh, you know, uh, come check it out and see it for yourself. So, guys, maybe is there anything in terms of, you know, I mean, we're kind of opening up again and hand soap and sanitizers were important during COVID. What, anything you want to share with the COVID experience? Um, we can, I can, we can talk more about, you know, what we were thinking when COVID hit, you know, when COVID hit. Sure. Um, and we had to close our stores. We had to uh, close our factory to the public, and so you know that's uh, that's uh, you, you're putting uh, and you know everything. The overheads are ongoing. The price, you know, you still have to uh, pay rent. You still yeah. have to, especially in, a, in a, an expensive location like that. And so the whole thing uh, was, uh, Alan. We were uh, thinking about ways to uh, come up with something and. Uh, benefit the community that's kind of how the initiative came and 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 so Abdul Fattah can tell you more about the effects of COVID yeah and then I can kind of uh, talk more about what we came up with in an effort to uh, to contribute and uh, raise uh, awareness as well Abdul Fattah you want to step in yeah it's what it's what hard time for everyone right right and uh, we closed uh, uh, all the stores and uh, just we opened the online store for pickup. We opened two hours, three hours a day for pickup for our customer. But and you. Then, uh, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, but you had 21, you were, you were selling to co op already, though, right? That was still going on, or no? Did that stop as well? No, that was still going because the supermarket is on, but as you may know, in the pandemic, people are just in and out. They want to get their essential items and sure. get out of there. Oh, right. To look in the natural choice section, which is where we're right. located. We're not located in the soap section. We're actually located in the natural choice right. because we're a natural product. Right. And so sometimes, you know, our customers uh, might not know that. And, uh, and so a lot of times people are just in and out and they just want to get their supplies. That's right. So that also affects us, right? You don't have the time. You don't have the time to explore and, and discover the. I understand. Hours. Understand. 
I'm sorry, and I, I, Abdul Fattah, I cut you off there. So please continue on that. You close the stores, the factory. Yeah, the first, the first, uh, you know, uh, said, you know, every uh, company, you know, has closed in, in Canada. Yeah. And it was hard time. And after that, uh, uh, we find the uh, 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 Red Cross. Uh, we work with the Red Cross. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, we got uh, uh, near natural 100% soap. And uh, uh, also, it's, it's going to be, it's exchange the market and people uh, also... Uh, uh, very, very nice people, you know, because, you know, they need to uh, support the cost in COVID-19, too. Yeah. But in the Middle East, they call it Red Crescent, right? They call it the Red Crescent. It, it Red Cross yeah. and then Red Crescent in the Middle East, right? Isn't that? Yeah, 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 that is true. Yeah, okay. Um, we have both, though, in, in Lebanon specifically. You have the Lebanese Red Cross. Yeah. And there's a Lebanese crescent, but it's all uh, under the umbrella of uh, the international. Yes, IRC. Yeah, in Geneva, I think they based. Yeah. How did that start? How did that relationship start, Abdul Fattah? Can you can you share with that, with us? It's a uh, uh, very activity. You know, he uh, can mention uh, you how how we start with the with the cross. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> Basically, how uh, the whole thing uh, started was I uh, already volunteered for the Red Cross. So right. Coming up to two years now, um, I'm a digital volunteer. So basically what that means is um, I have access to social media and I monitor and offer support and, and answers to people looking for uh, help or any volunteer resources or, you know, Okay, Afif, so just sorry, continue. So you started as a volunteer with the Red Cross in digital marketing and, and helping people or digital media? It's, uh, it's a, the position is a digital volunteer. And yeah. uh, what it entails is um, you get to uh, monitor the uh, social media channels more uh, specifically Twitter and, and uh, help uh, wow. um, Canadians who are, who are looking for resources or yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to look for, for uh, to sign up their kids in a swimming class. Unbelievable. Because, um, I mean, uh, I, it, I mean, sorry, I, my excitement, but it's, I was really, literally, I volunteered for the Red Cross years ago and it was just fundraising at the casino, but this has really expanded the, the volunteer uh, element. How did you, how did you come across that? And in university, they uh, reached out to me. I found an email. Yeah. I was, hey, this is something new that we're doing. Um, we're obviously, at the time, I was uh, a student at the University of Calgary, Communications. And, uh, and so I, I, I responded and uh, I got in touch with, uh, with the team in Ottawa. Yeah. And uh, basically went through a one month, two month kind of check and uh, you know obviously to become a Red Cross volunteer you have to go through some training and sure. uh, go through a criminal check and, and uh, you know all those things and so uh, the recruitment effort uh, took maybe a month or so and then uh, after that 
um, you basically sign up for shifts. There's a team of people, yes, and uh, they monitor, and then uh, you get involved when there's events and, and, and try to create content. And so, fast forward to sure to now. Um, obviously, as a volunteer and follower of the Red Cross, I was seeing what they're doing for COVID um, in terms of this to set up uh, hospitals and you know field hospitals in DC. They've uh, supported the, they've you know given out kits, new yep. kits and supply kits to families, even Alberta and Calgary, all, all across. And uh, as recent uh, as maybe two three weeks ago, they're collaborating more with our uh, federal government, and so in terms of uh, grants and, and whatnot, and so they're doing something, right? And yes. so we wanted to uh, to kind of come up with something and give back. Because, as you may know, you know, what uh, COVID, uh, to best protect yourself from COVID, you know, wash your hands. It's cleanliness, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. And so, they didn't just want to bluntly say, hey, buy our soap because you can protect yourself. We wanted to come up with something that has more of a community. And, and obviously, the Red Cross was the first choice. So, I, I reached out to uh, my colleagues and uh, kind of pitched them the idea. And I uh, got their blessing and then uh, kind of uh, started the brainstorming with Abdul Fattah, who came up with uh, the Neem Soap. And, uh, yeah. and uh, you know, Neem Soap is a popular soap uh, in, in Asia and, and other places. And so I, I, I wanted to make sure that the soap was 100% natural so people can use it on their hair, body, hands, you know, yeah. everywhere. And uh, obviously made less than 10 ingredients and probably maybe here. So it's, it's called an antibacterial soap because, you know, neem oil has antibacterial properties and it's known for that. So Wait, so what were they included that. in like a care package or something? So here's what happened. So this uh, soap actually is available for sale and 25% of the proceeds goes to uh, the Red Cross's COVID uh, response program. Oh, okay. And so... People can buy it online or come into our stores. And so the whole reasoning behind it was, how do we raise some funds? Because this launched in late March, right? Yeah. And so at the time, things were still starting. You know, I wanted to to do something. You know, I wanted to to help, right? And right. right now, the Red Cross has partnered with over 20, 30 uh, international organizations, but when we reached out to them, there wasn't much uh, in terms of collaboration between, you know, the the, the, the retail market and the business market with, with the charitable cause. And so we kind of we weren't the first, but we kind of yeah were one of the first to to get on board and, and create something and uh, raise some funds uh, to the Red Cross. Even though um, it's it's nothing. Uh, we haven't uh, reached the full potential of it yet. Um, no, but it is important uh, if you think to your point, yeah. if you're using all natural ingredients and you can use it for hair, so, you know, washing your entire body. I mean, this this got real important if you think, I don't, you know, you, you well, maybe not you, but you know what it's like in, in, in certain areas where war-torn countries or real poverty areas. And this this is one of the basic essentials. Even us Canadians, we suffer from a dry climate. And yeah. uh, me as a person who 
I could see the take care of myself and, and, and I used to buy shampoo from Pierre that used to cost 30, 40 bucks a, sure. a bottle, right? Sure. And so, um, obviously, uh, we were using uh, Aleppo Savon for, for the past almost two years now. I felt a much um, better result at a much affordable uh, cost. You know, the Red Cross soap that we're offering, um, the new soap, uh, is only <laughs> 17 bucks and it has four bars, right? That can last you yeah. four months, I think. Afif, how so, do you spell that that ingredient? You said it's in, in Asia. There was How do you spell that? Neem, so N-E-E-N. So it comes from the neem tree um, that's grown in these regions. Right, okay. So that's the main, the main, that's the main, it's called the neem soap. Yeah, and, 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 and obviously with Abdul Fattah's experience and as, as the, um, you know, expertise, he was able to come up with a formula and, and get some uh, other essential uh, oils like lemon and, and thyme and, and yeah. just to be able to have, a, have it as non-scented as possible. Um, so it's not a, a very scented soap. Um, as most natural soaps are, so this is not a kind of a scented soap. Well, because you know those scented soap, uh, <laughs> we have other options. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, those those stores like Lush, and not to take away. I mean, they 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 kind of use your senses, but this is more to the other side, the practical side versus you, you know. And and I, I didn't know that. That's a good thing for I guess listeners that soap isn't naturally scented. Sometimes it can be if you use if you use essential oils, yeah. right? Okay. Uh, so, but most manufacturers don't. They they, they don't do that. And so, um, and then if you just look at the ingredients list from Lush or, or Rocky Mountain or other people, um, they're 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 different business setup than than we are. You know, we we offer soaps that are very unique. They don't offer the same kind of soaps. No, no. And I, you know, when you said, I think Abdul, oh, go, sorry, guys. Because Aripo, Aripo soap is different over the world. The only one in North America here in Calgary. But this is why it's in that natural section, right? Not, it's in the natural section and not the main. We use a lot of very oil on it. And the soap is, I told you, five months to cure. Yeah. Different skills, different recipe. It's different soap. It's a unique product. So it's almost you need to you need to plan your supply chain five months in advance to have it, you know, to, to when you're doing a thousand kilos a day, you're not going to use that for another five months. Yes, yes, because because we need to make sure all water in, in, inside the soap is taken out. That's why the soap is a change the color outside. That's the incredible. Green color. Yeah. And after months, you can see brown color or uh, yellow color. And when you cut it, that's all. You see the green color in the middle. So that's is that the oxid the water's leaving, but also oxidation as well. Yeah, and that that's what's happening in the water. It, it's going out the soap slowly. Yeah, looking like the leaf of tree between summer and winter. <laughs> the color. That's incredible. Right. Do you have yeah. a Do you have a time lapse photography of that or a video? That would be so cool to see. No. Yeah, I can. Our page, uh, we have we have uh, uh, a lot of and photo. You can see that. Yeah. Wow. Well, guys, you know, I mean, what's uh, what's next in the co- post COVID nineteen? I mean, 
You've mentioned Sobeys and Safeway. Um, are, are the stores opening? Is your factory open again? Are, are your stores open again? Yeah, we open. We open uh, uh, the first uh, June. Yeah. We've been here before public and Edmonton too. And I think this month is going to be much better. I hope that. Terrific. Well, Afifa, do you want to, any final words then from your, I mean, guys, I, first of all, I have to say thank you so much because I, you know, I visualize the, the, the making and you mentioned 125 years. I didn't know that, but, you know, I, I've lived in the Middle East and I can't say I've, I've been in the real remote areas like where you're from, but I certainly understand. And you've, you sort of helped me bring that, you know, that kind of um, village, the village experience. If it's a village, I could say. Guys, <laughs> anyway, say, um, but anyway, any, any last words you want to talk about? And maybe how do we, how do we find you? How do people find you? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, we have an online store, we have a website, and now uh, our customer, when we start, you know, they, uh, they there's word of mouth that yes. people talk more about uh, Alipozo. And they buy the soap for gifts, another friend for gifts. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Afif? 100%. Yeah, so um, as, as Abdul Fattah mentioned, uh, you can, uh, right now, you can find the uh, Red Cross COVID uh, response soap at lepostarphone.ca uh, and uh, as well as our other uh, lineup. And um, as Abdul Fattah mentioned as well, we have Safeway, Sobe, and uh, 21 uh, Calgary uh, co-ops. Yes. And, uh, and we look forward to working you either in the factory or at the, our West Edmonton uh, location, if, if you're from there. And uh, <laughs> I know tours are something that we can't do right now, but we've done them before as well. Yeah. I, I want to mention, you know, Open Doors, Calgary, we've been... We've, and involved in that as well, but uh, but vir virtual tours, virtual tours work really well, Afif. You know, with today's uh, the technology. So you're a tech guy, or you you know a little bit about digital media, so you can do virtual tours. That's a good idea. Yeah, we can maybe do uh, once we have once we cook a new batch, we can maybe live stream it or something like that. Uh, live stream it, keep it, put it, keep it. Uh, you know, subscribe now, channel, have it on YouTube. But yeah, I mean, what a wonderful yeah. thing, right? Show that the five month. Here's the here, episode one, day one. We got five months to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's gonna take a lot of time. But, uh, <laughs> I'm you know, kidding, but that's where, yeah. There's more time on our hands as we've been more uh, stuck at home. But uh, you know, everyone needs soap, right? <laughs> they do, right? It's a it's a basic essential. I mean, it's and then when the COVID hit, like people were buying up everything. And you know, and, and, you, and I guess to your point, they were in the regular section, not the not the, uh, the organic section. Yeah. Well, uh, Abdul Fattah, I'll give you my last uh, Arabic. Shukran uh, jazilan. That's all. I, that's all I can say for. Thank you so much for being on today, guys. Oh, thank you, thank you, Ali. Thank you for everything. Thank you for having us, and uh, we appreciate that. Thank you very much. We'll stay in touch and 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 stay safe and Afif and maybe we'll get uh, the mind. What is it called? Minecraft? No, it was mind. <laughs> mind fuel. 
Minefield. Alright guys, have a safe day. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you.